Wazzy Circus Radio. Welcome back, guys. Um, this is the show where I sit down with some of the most amazing people that I've met in over a decade of professional skydiving. Um, my guest today is someone with such superior skill that uh, they stand out above the rest. I've been surrounded by extreme sports athletes for more than a decade. And um, everybody has different personalities, and you can see who's good and who's trying. And then somebody like Kobe Bryant or LeBron James walks out, uh, or Kurt Bartholomew, right, or Jeannie Bartholomew, and then you realize there's another, there's another echelon to this. Uh, Danny Cordito, um, successful entrepreneur, real estate investor, indoor skydiving instructor, uh, my friend, my teammate, one of the most amazing flyers you'll ever see. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Dude, that was a really good intro. I was all right. So. I, I tried, <laughs> I man. That. I kind of <laughs> nailed it, too, guys. I got the first part right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. How's it going? It's going really good, man. All I'm right. happy to be here. Really good, happy dude. To be here. Yeah. So, um, October 19th, 2018, which is a couple weeks from now yeah, for weeks. people listening, uh, he's going to Bahrain to, pe- to compete in the World Cup on yeah. Team I Fly Crucible with Dusty Shaw. Dusty Shaw's a friend of the show. Yeah, my partner. Yeah, yeah, partner in crime. Two-way and four-way dynamic flying? Just two-way. We did four-way at Nationals in Virginia Beach. Right, right. Yeah. Are you going to do a pickup team like everybody always does a pickup team? I don't know. I think I did see the draws, and I only, not the draws, but like the, the teams, and mm-hmm. um, there's not that many four-ways out there going to Bahrain. It doesn't seem like it, unless I read it wrong or something, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of four-ways. So maybe, maybe that could be a possibility. Is Velasco going, or is he done? I saw he no, said he's not competing anymore. He's not competing for that team anymore. I was talking oh, to him a little while ago. Okay. I think he may be looking into other teammates, but what his focus on was from, the, and this is only from the post that I read, right? Right. Um, was that he wants to focus on his family and his, his I, wife. It's so. an honorable thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, more power to him. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. what does the competition look like? Um, the competition, there's like 26 different countries going in, and yeah. uh, it's super exciting. Are the Wittenbergs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, yes, yeah. Where they, they got represent? first place, so they're the U.S. They're team. going to be competing over oh, there. Oh, so we're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> they don't Those kids it. are some badass kids, man. And uh, the fact the future that like, of our sport, man. Yeah, I know, I know. But it, it's cool to see that in in such a young mindset, you know. And right. especially when you speak to them, they're smart, freaking kids. They're right. smart kids. Um, but at a competition, I'm. That was my first national competition with Dusty, right? And that was. Our first Virginia uh, Beach. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. This was this year. Okay. Um, and uh, and this was what got you into the worlds. Yeah. That, this this is, national competition in Virginia Beach. Virginia exactly. Beach. I fly. Shout out to them boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got third place, uh, and we got third place on four away with the twins. Right. Who have been uh, ripping it up for a while. Connor and Casper Shaheen, yeah. friends of the show. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. But with those kids, the Wittenberg kids, um, while they're in the competition, their mindset is just like on the competition. 
and and they're all like laughing about it and just nothing nervousness shows like nothing really from them. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's kids at a place having fun yeah, it's not yeah. fair man no, i've got friends that... having mental breakdowns in the bathroom <laughs> well it was me me and dusty were uh were couldn't sleep the right. previous yeah. night before Fuck no you can't sleep dude yeah because we're everything's just lines, going through lines, our minds go, right? the lines oh, yeah oh. so we stayed up until like 3 3 30 in the morning playing PUBG. Right. Just to get our minds off the competition so we can actually fall asleep. Right, and you were playing with the Wittenbergs too, right? Uh, yeah, during the competition and whatnot. We okay. Were with the Wittenbergs. But... PUBG. There were like 72 iFly instructors as my friends on PUBG. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> we can start our own little clan. It oh, is. Huge clan. Huge yeah. clan. Yeah, kind yeah. of ridiculous. But man, it got me out of the zone. It got me to fall asleep. Uh, and uh, What did you guys me. medal um, when you did four-way with the Sheens? We got third. That was, a, that was a third. Yeah, we got four third. way. We got third in four way and two way. Yeah, yeah, they're the boys right there, man. There's yeah. Rafa Shaw. Yeah, There's man. Team, yeah. So. Hey, you want to know what's funny? We came to that competition uh-huh. uh, with a minute of a uh, free routine, and for a four way, the free routine is a minute and thirty seconds. So oh, we had to come up with another thirty <laughs> seconds that for that competition, like two days a day before, like. Really? Yeah, yeah. Me, Dusty, and the and the, the twins. kids. How the hell? Dude, they in like twenty four hours you came up with thirty seconds of another routine. I know it doesn't sound like the the math doesn't sound, but it's no, it sounds like impossible. It was a lot too. I've seen you work out the last ten seconds getting to your exit on this new routine, and that took like it's taken a week, fifty minutes. Yeah, it's been a week. I've seen you guys work on that shit for a week. <laughs> We're working on it, all right, uh, man. Um, that front flip to the back thing, you guys are gonna see in the comp. That's sick. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I well, take I, mean, I take credit for that shit, son. I did go with that. No, it's dope, man. Yeah. I get to I get to watch you guys train for competition and give you my ideas, just like the twins. I was telling them. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention something to them, and it works, and yeah. they use it. Warms well, the old man's heart. Man. That's the beauty of like being surrounded by all of you guys, right? I can have a different perspective on what I can do or or right. what I can try or whatnot. You, know? right. you may not see that you're capable of it just because you haven't thought about it. But yeah, somebody exactly. on the outside, yeah. like, try that. You're sometimes, like, in all honesty, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to freaking change this because I've been working on right, this. Right, right, right. So when you change it, it's like, oh wait, he was, he was right. <laughs> 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 He's right. <laughs> all right uh, because that outside perspective, man. Because mm-hmm. when you're in it and you're in the mix, you're thinking about collisions and speed and precision. And you, it's you can't see everything. Yeah, you can't see everything. You know what I mean? It's also that emotional value that you add to it. That like I'm putting so much work on this thing and that. Right. And these moves and like you want me to change it up now like what the heck like you right know, so right oh, it throws man. you off sometimes it's intense yeah, yeah dude dynamic intense. is intense this sport is intense the way these guys train you got to obsess yeah right you're never gonna get good at anything unless you obsess and to get good at flying in that fucking tube is an obsession yeah it's as you sleep i remember in an fitp we're walking around walmart Trying to go around, <laughs> trying to learn how to carve. I was showering with with the walk. Yeah, right. I almost fucking fell. I almost fell in the shower, man. I was like, I was slipping back, and I went to lean back, and, and I almost off. fucking slipped, yeah. dude. I was like, this yeah. is bullshit. I wasn't sleeping. It was FITP was hard on me, yeah. man. I almost didn't. I quit. You I quit, quit my for FITP. FITP? Wow. Yeah, um, because Rusty and Chris were kicking my ass. Shout oh, out to Rusty, Rusty and fucking Chris Dixon. Difficult. I've never had him in. I don't think I want to say that, but I've never had him <laughs> throw me right. spots, but. Yeah, uh, dude, and they were, they were letting us have it, man. We were like the last of the old schools mm-hmm. before they changed it. Yeah, and we were the first ones to open the glass tunnels, so we were the first instructor crew for the big new tunnels. Yeah, so they had to, for Austin. Yeah, yeah, for Austin. So they they let us have it, have yeah. it. And like one day, I was like, I just don't want to fight. 
for a living. <laughs> not it was a wrestling you, match. Not to you. Yeah. It was a wrestling it was, match, it man. It was like every. Well, that's the old school mentality. It's right. That you want you want to make him sweat and you want to make him possibly uh, yeah. bleed because this is in requirement for the safety of other people, right? So you need to make sure they're good before you check that you're good, and uh, it's it's a whole different environment in there, man. And a lot of people it don't is. realize that. You know, I have had people on the ship before when I go on the ship on the cruises and whatnot. Um, like different managers who work on the ship tell me, he's like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I don't know about the flying part, but I, I can take classes. I'm like, flying is easier than yeah. taking the classes because <laughs> there's so much other stuff compared right. to, the, uh, to the flying. The well, you're, you're flying your body and their body in the yeah, class. Yeah, it's exactly. double. You're mm-hmm. responsible for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to them boys because uh, I like the old school. Uh, I like you're, knowing you're that I can take that now, catch. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even scared. You know, that's pretty badass. So you mentioned the ship. iFly has... Uh, a couple cruise ships on the Royal Caribbean, mm-hmm. and it allows our boys to travel the world. Yes. Where yeah, are some of the sure. fucking coolest places you've been, man? Um, a lot of all of them, because they all have them. their own culture and, and, right. and just their differences, right? So, so you've traveled all over Asia, all over Middle East. You've been to Dubai. I went to went Dubai through... for a competition. Okay, but did you go to Petra? But no, I didn't go to Petra. Okay, Ivan and them did. Ivan yeah. Cassion, shout out. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't do the Jordan. No, no I, didn't, okay. I didn't do any of that. Oh, okay. Uh, I, we mainly focused on the competition, and we did things kind of around there. We yeah. went to the um, their skydiving zone as well. Right. Uh, what was the strangest place on earth you've been other than fucking China? Everybody says China. <laughs> well, China is just such a different, and I think it's because I'm not used to living in a city like that, right? And we were in Shanghai, and Shanghai is a sea of just, like New York, but on steroids. Really? Right? Yeah, and it, it's freaking huge, man. And uh, the people there are just super fast-paced. I'm not used to living in an environment like that. So my original and immediate reaction was like, I, "This sucks. Like, wh- why would people want to live here or anything?" You know. Right. So. Um, but you think if you got uh, in tune with the city, you think it could have been like yeah, popping, and you'd been yeah, of course and everybody human can beings, adapt. Yeah, yeah we'll adapt. adapt you know? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Adapt, so. Shanghai. But I don't think I would have. I would love to live in Japan. Japan was freaking beautiful. That's where you like to live. I only went to one place. Yeah, Nagasaki. Um, but. It was it was just beautiful, dude. It was it was really, it's really clean. Crazy. Everybody's polite. Everything. Man. Complete contrast from the other side of the sea, right there. I know. Well, I know. Right, because China different is cultures. completely different, different cultures. Yeah, different people. Wow. Man. Prettiest place I've been to, Singapore. Yeah, and, we've said and that. If, Singapore was awesome. If we could find those Singaporean trees, like I saw this Discovery Channel joint, man. Yeah. That forest, that whole city is like, it's like the future. Yeah, I think that's what Trump means when we're behind and when he talks about some things, you know, and um, I flew into D.C. after he said we had a shitty airport at the Capitol and I flew into D.C. and I was like, we have a shitty airport for our Capitol. It's a little tiny white building like it's in Cuba or something. Yeah, it's an old school building. And you see cities like Shanghai with these these gardens and these, these hotels and. It's like, man, we're behind. Yeah, we're behind in our thought process. Like our engineers should be running this shit. Like yeah. theirs are. I think it's because a lot of people in the U.S. don't travel as much. Or right. I mean, in Europe, you're surrounded by like five different countries. You know, so. Right. Or ten. Yeah. Europe's Ex- crazy. Exactly. You go in any direction. Exactly, it's like yeah. it's not a state. It's a country with a different language and culture. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine how hard it was to keep that shit stable. <laughs> it must have been really hard. It was still is hard. They're fighting <laughs> war now. But can you imagine? I mean, like imagine if Oklahoma was. Fucking another country. Yeah, yeah, exactly it. Exactly and they it. wanted some Texas. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> what? What? You know, that's fucking nuts, man. All right. So, what? What else? I I don't want to leave Singapore yet. So no, ex- Singapore explain the really, trees. Explain really, that really, forest. Really um, uh, what we were talking about before is that uh, what I really uh, or stood out to me 
while I was in Singapore is uh, those buildings that were just covered in those vines of, uh, of plants and whatnot. And it was just, it was cool to see that, that an actual building, right? Like a skyscraper. Yeah, yeah. in front of you is just covered with plants. And wow. Covered with uh, life. Green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And birds and just, it's got to be going, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And um, the lights, uh, those those lights with, with the trees and whatnot at, at the, their forest or plants, um, it was. Can you really explain cool. that forest? Because it's not a forest like trees like here in Texas. No, no, no. It's like a bio, <coughs> what's that word? What's the word? Biotonical garden. Yeah. Botanical, yeah. Botanical garden. There you go. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, how big are those tree structures? They I'm look not massive, sure, but they were huge. You can go on them. You can get like a pass to go on. Oh, like on inside of it. and walk. not inside, but you. There's like a fort, if you will, uh-huh. uh, and there's uh, bridges built around it that you can walk around it. Oh, that's dope. So. Yeah, I didn't do it because it was it was super busy. When you're on the ship, on the ship, you're you're timed, dude. You're timed. You right. get out. You get there. And you pour at like I don't know nine in the morning, right? And then you have to leave at like five p.m. But they don't allow the crew staff to get off at like eleven p.m. But and you're also do work to work at three p.m. So it's like you have to time everything. Right, right. In order to get off. And oh, do so things. they don't they don't want everybody rushing off at the same time so that the guests off first, then they let the staff. Well, off. the guests are the customers, so yeah, of, of course, course they're of the course, ones who get get off first, you know. But, but how much fun is cruising around the world and flying in a wind tunnel? It was fun, man. It was a lot, of fun. definitely a different experience. And I don't right. see myself really doing that again because I'm uh, I'm too antsy. I need to get somewhere. So, and do something right right um and I, i'm just stuck on a ship like now what <laughs> right right that you stuck on a ship. daffy it out yeah 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 that um that's what i'm talking about that experience is like you get to see different things and just i'd never be in an environment like that if i was here at ifly Austin, right 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 or anywhere else you know but did you feel like you couldn't escape the ship i guess so uh in a way i mean it didn't feel like a jail cell or anything well nothing like that, like that, no, that but crazy. yeah but, uh, i felt like i was just stuck and i don't fight like feeling stuck i like I, right. I do whatever I want, right? right. So I'm gonna I want to go out and go do something else instead of just being here on on the ship in this right. environment for the next month, right? Which is crazy because people who work on there they'll give six to seven months contract, right? So they're on the ship for seven <clears throat> months, seven eight months. But I mean, if you once you adapt, I had a small stint on a cruise ship, yeah. and I was with some lifers, right? People that are, live on cruise ships. Yeah. Once you adapt to um. Having people cook for you, yeah, you know, not having. I an, went uh, to the buffet three no, times not, a day. Man. Yeah, hey, not having to spend fuel on no, your car, no, no. Yeah. Uh, it, all that stuff disappears. It's like you're catered for. You just do your job, and the rest of the time is party and fun and alcohol and food. Yeah, right. You could do this. You start that. You're like 18. When you're younger, hell That'd be yeah, so that much would fun. Be something <laughs> just be up at every port, just like yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be so awesome with man. better dance moves. But yeah, yeah come yeah. on, man. Close enough. Speaking of dance moves, you're a salsa coach or teacher? No, not a coach instructor. I, I used to. Instructor. I used to, okay, excuse me. I used to be an instructor. Like, do you wear white? Do you wear white shoes when you dance? No, I don't. Wear yes, them. you do. I do. I do wear uh, shoes with the heels on it, though. They make you spin faster. Do they? Yeah. You but spin on your heels or your toes? On my heels. Oh, really? yeah. On my toes. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you pick a point, but. Okay. The reason is so you can raise your foot, right? And right. you spin on your on your heels. Toes. No, no, no. The the heels. Oh, you're <laughs> spinning on the heels. You spin on the toes, but you have heels, uh-huh. right, that lift your feet up. So you just you have... spin on the uh, on your feet. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you're waiting for me to mess up. You're waiting for me to mess up. <laughs> 
<laughs> your feet. <laughs> Damn it, man. Uh, awesome. Okay, so uh, super dope, man. I, I, I'm learning. It's tough. Yeah, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's super fun. fun. But um, it translates into your flying. It totally translates. Listen, here's here's what sets you apart in my eyes. I see a lot of people fly. Dusty is extremely technical. He's a perfectionist. You know, every mm-hmm. every move is broken down. Mm-hmm. Dixon's a lot like that too. Chris yeah. Dixon, like, well, he, Dusty used to be a uh, gymnast. Gymnast, yeah. Right. So yeah, very technical, yeah. very in line. That's you have funny. more of a rhythm. You have a rhythm, dog. You don't you don't fly. You don't. I don't know. You don't I let do the wind tell you what's up, right? No, you do. You do, and you do it at your pace, and you use the wind. It's a rhythm. I love it. It's I like. It's like when you're um, when a four way team's in a good flow and their layouts and they're even. They're coming and they do the shuffler and it's like it's like wham, wham. It's a rhythm. It's not yeah. like fly there, fly there, fly there, go. Like yeah. it's not robotic. Yeah. I love that about you, man. And I try to pick that up. I'm just too fucking big for that too. No, that's just an excuse. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but it definitely translated over. Um, I think it just gave me a lot of body awareness. Body awareness and and again what you said to that rhythm, right? To that, to that rhythm because to that rhyme because um I don't know I just don't like to follow anything per se I'll get ideas and just start implementing those ideas for myself mm-hmm. and see what how I can play with it right um but right. I definitely like bringing my own kind of style to it so you do that you improv and dancing a lot right if you're just having fun and exactly that, you just it. take that to you, flying this is how the teaching is right you you learn the basics and then you play out the basics until you got down to basics perfect like the count and everything i still to this day count uh while i'm dancing okay. um, and then from there you start learning moves and that seems a little mechanical in itself but we need to teach you something so you can learn direction and uh and how to apply um your moves to to the women and whatnot i mean so same with the women following the rhythm right? right um but after you get all those moves you just start playing around when the music is on, you play around and you mess with whatever you've learned before and you apply it there. And that's right. the fun of it because you're just dancing away. Yeah, You're man. dancing away, enjoying the moment. And it becomes a game at that point, not just And I moving. think that's probably why I love flying so much because I, I have a very busy mind, right? So mm-hmm. it's always just going, going, and it's even difficult for me to fall asleep sometimes. Right. But when I'm flying, I feel like I'm freaking meditating. And uh, I think that's why it all translates so well because it all feels really good to me, you know? Yeah, I read something on flow state and about how you can enter, especially us, man. Um, you enter flow state when you can really focus on one thing and be totally enveloped in that mm-hmm. and, and be, you know, engaged and then you can flow. Yeah. If you're following and leading, like we flew the other day, that's flow, man. Once we start going and it's yeah. like you, you, you let go of all the technicals and all the crap you're thinking about and you're just there doing what you know you can do and... Man, and we train. We we enter that daily yeah. sometimes. Isn't that nuts? Like, exactly. That's crazy. And not a lot of people do that. Or and and it's a it's a great spot. It feels that. good yeah. when you're in the middle of it. You exactly. get out. You're fucking panning, even though you're tired, right? You're like, <laughs> but you're laughing your ass off. Yeah, you la- you're like, you've never done that. Whatever move before and ever. Uh, yeah. And I, it's just there's no rules in there, so I get to do whatever I want. And I've noticed that. And my flying. Because I, I, I trained dynamic for a little while because I had to get my ratings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I never really went past that. Because um, what I've seen is when people develop their free rounds, yeah. right, that's when they elevate themselves as flyers. Yeah. Right? They're, they're be, they become, every time somebody gets to that point in their career where they're competing dynamic and they're having to build this free round, which is a free round, which means freestyle, free you, you have to put together something with a friend. And it has to be something new and fresh and fast and quick, but precise. And it has to be something nobody's ever seen before. Otherwise, it's boring. That's when people elevate themselves. Mm-hmm. And they become 
freaking amazing. Yeah. And I never did that. So I'm still stuck in the layout in the middle, carve that way, carve that way, do a trick here, do it. Yeah. I, I never progressed. And I watch you, and it's like there is no, there, it's not just four dimensional or three dimensional. What would that be? I don't know what dimension that would be. All types so. of dimensions. I'm right, in, cylindrical I'm dimensions, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you've broken free of that. Yeah. And okay, it's dancing, and what else? What else would it be? It's, I mean, exactly what you said. It's freedom, right? right? So I'm not, I'm not thinking about anything. My busy mind isn't going anywhere, doing anything. I'm actually focused on that one thing, and right. um, it's just letting go of all of that, right? And I like that that view of there's no rules in there because you, essentially you can apply that to to your life as well. Uh, being that like people always have these rules about, um, for small weird example, you don't call a girl. Uh, until three days later or something like that, right? right like, who wrote that rule? There's no such thing <laughs> as that being a rule, thing, you know? Yeah. But it translates gotcha. into everything else. So I right. see flying as I don't have anything else to do but but to just freaking go in there and do what I want. Right, exactly man. Exactly what I want. So you left Venezuela mm-hmm. when uh, Barqui Simeto. Yeah, there there we go. Yeah. Venezuela when you were five. Yeah. Were you dancing when you were a kid? Or no, when, no, no. Well, there is always music right. in the background, right? Always playing. Um, but I started dancing, I think, when I was 13, 13 or 14. Okay. Were you in Minnesota or Florida at the time? I was in Florida. Florida. I lived in Florida for like 17 years. Moved to Minnesota for school. Oh, okay. For like two years. So. Where were you at in Minnesota? I mean, Where, in Florida? In <gasps> Florida, I was in Boca. Boca. Boca Raton. Florida? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember been yeah. to Boca Raton, Florida. Isn't there a Boca Raton, Bolivia, or some shit like that? God, what? I sound like an idiot. I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, maybe. Yeah, there, okay. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. So, when did you start jumping? Uh, four years ago. Oh yeah, recently. So yeah. no, you never skydived till after you were a tunnel I instructor. I came to this job completely by accident. Really? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was working at Macy's. I was there for like nine months. And I, I freaking hate Macy's. Yeah, yeah. Not Macy's, but like I hated working there, period. You know. And How old just, were you? I uh, was 22. So you just got out of college and you went to Macy's? No, I dropped out of college. Oh, okay. Yeah, I dropped out of college. I had like a year and a half or two years left uh, for a mechanical engineer. And um, I, I just wasn't, nothing inside me was like, you should keep going, you right. should do it. So right. it just okay. completely dropped all of it, you know. Okay, and then you ended up in Florida at Macy's. And then I ended up in Florida at Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, but um, from What'd there- What'd you sell, shoes? Dude, yeah, I sold shoes. I sold shoes. <laughs> shoes. I sold shoes once, vanilla, vanilla ice. Um, Sick. That was a funny experience, but- No, it, it what was, happened? Uh, oh, it, nothing. It was just, everyone's always like around, you know, him and whatnot. Is that vanilla ice? Is that blah, blah, blah. And so do you have a whole crew when he came in or was it just him and like- He had a few people. Right? <laughs> a few people. <laughs> How many pairs of shoes did he buy? Just one. Just, uh, one just, done. He's a regular dude. Yeah, that's it, man. That's all it is. That's a regular dude. That would suck to be that famous where you got a whole, I mean, just to get a, a pair of kicks, man. Yeah. Pictures and people following you and reporters. Something. Fuck that. It must be really annoying. God, imagine how annoying that would be. I don't want to live that. But, but yeah, I got yeah, this job okay. completely by accident. Um, I was actually, I did a, I did a, do a skydive, right? But it wasn't. It was a tandem, right? Right. Where was it? Which uh, It was in Deland. You went to Deland for your first fucking tandem. Yeah. You're so lucky. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, and uh, the reason we got it is because a friend of mine got it for a Groupon, and we had uh-huh. a group thing, and we all nice. went, right? And then three weeks later, because I'm telling everybody and their moms that I want to find out something else to do, a different job, something, mm-hmm. something else than this that's driving me crazy. Right. And um, a friend of mine, really good friend of mine, um, Sam. 
um, from Orlando. She she gave me a job listing in, in an email. And coincidentally enough, I saw iFly. I'm like, that's different. Just want to go for it, right? Right. So I went over there. I sent in my application, filled out whatever they needed me to fill out. Right? Was this paper applications at the time? Paper application, of course. <laughs> 2012, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right on. That's what I started. Yeah, really? Yeah. Is that when they started constructing everything? Uh-huh. Making everything? No wonder. Yeah, yeah. That's when it started to get big. So yes. I came in at a really good point. We came in at the expansion. You came wow. at the perfect time. Wow. All of us did. Wow. That's yeah, crazy. me, you, Tony, Timmy Hunkler. Yes. All of yes. us came in at the same time in 2012 as they, they hired us for the explosion, which is now mm-hmm. iFly. Exactly it. Oh, Dang, fucking man. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you were at the Orlando Tunnel. At the Orlando Tunnel. The now explain to the people the helicopter fucking pad, because I had never heard this story. So the top of the Orlando Tunnel. The old Orlando Tunnel. The old, old Orlando Tunnel, yeah. uh, which supposedly to be a helicopter pad. I don't know how much I would have trusted that to be a helicopter pad, but it was it had to design everything, right? So. Right. So it looked like a spaceship. It looked like a freaking spaceship. But it looked like a sturdy freaking spaceship. Whoever yeah. designed that, like that thing with Hurricane or whatever, wasn't going anywhere. Anywhere. It's uh, gone now. Yeah. Good, though. I <laughs> <laughs> think it was old. You know, that thing was just old. It was old. It was dark. Right, right, right. It's just old. So, so you get the job. Yeah. Go through FITP. You probably breezed through that shit, didn't you? Well, I was uh, wrestling in college for uh, in, in a club, right? Okay, and, yeah. And um, so I had that body awareness, right? right. And like, I enjoyed kind of throwing people in a way. Right, I'm and, sure you fucking load that. But even the interview for to get me that job was completely by accident as well. Like, I was originally applying for a CSR shift, right? Taking mm. people in at the front. Right. And Scott... You know Scott. Yeah, Scott. Scott Landon. 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 Yeah, he, Landon. Uh, shout out Scotty. He uh, he interviewed me, and uh, I think he was on the assumption I was going for to be an instructor. Because he needed an instructor. Yeah, he needed an instructor. And I was like, no, because I've never done that before. <laughs> right. I've never even been inside a tunnel before, period. And uh, he basically explained to me that, no, we'll teach you everything here, blah, blah, blah. So uh, awesome. So I went in, uh, did my P-test, right, came in next week uh, with a call from him saying, hey, uh, you, we want you started Wednesday or something like that, right? And uh, I just, I just went with the flow. Did cool. you give you two weeks at Macy's? Or you just piece them out? No, I stayed there over the summer. Okay, thinking like, oh, I'll try to be kind both. of big and bad and just do both, get a little extra money. But that was There's a no way. idea. But no at way. the end of the yeah. summer, man, it was so stupid because I felt really good that I accomplished FITP, not knowing anything about anything. Right. And with the guy in front of me, the other person. So this is what was my FITP: Chris Dixon and. Um, and Carney, Michael Carney. From mm-hmm. Carney, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you've ever seen the sick uh, helicopter. Yeah, he just, it's Mike Carney's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the candidates were just me and Caleb Campbell. Caleb? Yeah. yeah. No shit. And he had, I guess, 90, 95 skydives, and mm-hmm. he knew how to kind of sit fly in the tunnel. So I'm there at the bench with my open face and goggles because we had open face and goggles for a year so and a half. So did I. Right, for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Even with you guys at Austin. We had you full had faces full when faces we started instructing. And we still didn't. <laughs> See, we went through FITP with the open faces, but then we had full, we were the first crew to have full faces. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> so my whole tunnel career, I've had a G3 on. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I did not. Yeah, that sucks for you. But, um, but it was me and Caleb Campbell, and uh, he was like already sit flying and whatnot. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I, while I was sitting down watching all this happen, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And if I'm going to get this job, because obviously I've never right. done this. Right, know? right. So right. Experiment, experiencing that, that was a lot of fun. It was and crazy. 
few months later you went skydiving? No, no. It was like two years, a year two and a half years. into it. Yeah. Wow. Because you're surrounded, I mean, you're in Orlando. You're surrounded by the oh, mecca of skydiving. It Zephyr was, Hills, it was Sebastian, kind of ridiculous. People would Glenn. always be talking about their, their canopy and the canopy size and the type right. of backpack if you will right. <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah yeah but all that lingo right and right. i was just in the background like i don't know what they're talking about but i'm just gonna go get my peanut butter scoop and <laughs> right right, and give, right so um where'd you make your first solo where'd you take your aff did you Delane. do aff in delane yeah nice. I did aff i did you it. did do you remember your instructor's names tyler tyler and, and lane tyler right. lane and mike cumming Fuck yeah, white cummings yeah really yeah because they're That's all going dope. for their uh for their license as well so we were the guinea pig which they oh, did nice. an awesome job. They did really well. Well, like, you're here. Giving so me the class. Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. uh, so is, is that the is that the land right there? That's the land. Exactly. Yeah, look at that, that pack seven fifty. Yeah. What's your favorite plane you've jumped out of? That one, because that's the only one I've jumped out of. Oh really? You've yeah. only jumped the pack. You haven't jumped the otter, the caravans, the one eighty two, anything no. else? I uh, know no, the otter, yeah, but not the caravan. I would love to jump. Freaking care. No, you want to jump the sky vans, what you're thinking. Oh, the that's tailgate. The there you go. Yeah, there it's the shit. See, that's my I love it. It's loud and it's slow, but it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jump out. So you had two years of tunnel flight before you started skydiving, right? So you were able exactly. to do jumps like that immediately. Um, In a sense, but. How many jumps in was that? I don't remember. A hundred? No, I only have 34 jumps. <laughs> <laughs> I only have 34 jumps. That's why they hate you guys. Uh, that's why they hate tunnel rats. Yeah. I was a skydiver first, but yeah, tunnel yeah. rats. Oh, I only well, got 35 jumps. Are you on a 20 way? Uh, <laughs> man, when I was there, the comments I would get sometimes is just like, oh, tunnel rat this, tunnel rat that. But it would be in a like a negative connotation versus like a playing around. Right, right, right. Kind of because these people had to fucking earn it, man. And I didn't, just, I didn't get that because I, that. Yeah. I didn't grow up in that community, period. You know, I found out skydiving through indoor skydiving so like that that anger i guess oh hey that's me <laughs> look 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 he's got the he's got the top of his helmet's worn out from being on the net yeah exactly he's yeah. flying head down to the sky he probably got 26 jumps yeah, yeah <laughs> that's why people hate us man because yeah. it's it's just so easy but yeah man i mean that's fucking impressive and like there's a whole whole generation of guys that are leaving the tunnels and learning how to skydive yeah so skydiving's about to and all the older guys are going to the tunnels and getting better yeah so what's super going on in the sky is going to be ridiculous it's, it's going to be, be like a dynamic vfs meld like we were doing the other day yeah like, yeah right with a point yeah, point with point snake point 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 snake yeah mm -hmm. man that's going to be like i hope that's the future that's what we're doing at flight nights baby come see me i fly austin yeah bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man the future the sport's amazing are you going to get back into it or are you too busy with your uh i'm super busy Right. I'm super busy. I know. Thank you for um, being here today. I know yeah, how busy yeah, of course, you are. of course. This was an awesome opportunity. But, I mean, what you said earlier, I'm uh, starting my own business, real estate investing, and uh, I'm on this team with, with Dusty, and that takes up some time as well. I fly Crucible. Yeah, and uh, I also work part-time part -time at I Fly Austin, so, like, my time right. is right. everywhere. So, as far as skydiving, plus, I have I have the tunnel right there. So, I don't right. know. I'm... I'm brat, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> spoiled, good. Spoiled, if you will. <laughs> it's so Spoiled. good. Spoiled. It's right in front of me. Why not? It's right there, man. Yeah. All right. Speed flying. Yeah. Uh, I want to do it too. We've lost some I greats. I hear a lot of. We've lost some greats I know, I know recently. We have. Um, I know we have. Still want to do it, though. I still want to do it. So do I. I what is that? The experience. Yeah. 
I want to experience that. Just seeing it, it, it makes me feel like I'm in the tunnel and I'm not doing anything. I'm looking at a YouTube video. Yeah, you know? it's heart pounding from watching. And exactly. I love cannabis. You know, Wittenberg has a course. I know. I've talked to him about it in Virginia Beach. I'm, uh -huh. uh, I'm trying to save up for that. It's five grand? Uh, somewhere around there. But it includes right? ticket, it hotel, includes, uh, yeah, train. Yeah, entire freaking stay for like. I wish we could look that up and see how people can get hold of him. Yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. Well, he has a page. If you go to his his page, he'll have something okay. a page set up for that. Like he that he does courses and whatnot. But I'm super interested to do that. Um, I just really want to experience that. I've never skied before. I've snowboarded, but I've never skied before. So right. it'll be learning in itself. Are you snowboarding this year? Are you going on a trip? No, I'm I'm solely focused on uh, Bahrain. Okay, yeah, right on. And then I'm going to see my family in uh, December. Right on. Yeah, because my brother's coming from Poland. Oh, sick. Your brother lives in Poland. Yeah. Where's yeah. he going? Here or New York? No, Florida. Florida, okay. Florida. Florida. So I met you in New Jersey for lunch. Yep. Uh, so do you have fam up there, or does everybody just happen to be in New York at the time? How did that happen? Oh, it was a wedding. Yeah, it was You guys wedding. were there for a wedding. I was there for... That was a fun week, man, for it was, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you went to a lot of comedy shows, right? Yeah, I went to a lot of comedy shows. I went to uh, The Ranch. Skydive The Ranch up there. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nice. fucking I heard, awesome. I hear good things about that place. Ran around Manhattan by myself, getting drunk, eating food from vending trucks and shit. It was, it was fucking great. And you didn't know you, you were taken care of for the food and whatnot. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't spend my per diem. I spent my own money, man. Uh, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. it's so, I was speaking earlier about how how intense and passionate you have to be to get good at this sport. You guys train like like professional, of course, you're professional athletes. Um, define to me what you think passion is. What gives you that drive? And what what would you tell somebody that wanted to compete one day in dynamic or be a tunnel instructor and successful entrepreneur? Uh, what you're focusing on. Okay. So if you're if you're focusing on just just the the big picture of this that person that you'll think you'll never be or or that you can't get there because you don't have the time or whatever excuse you're giving yourself. Right. Um, if you're just focusing on that, then you're not going to get anywhere. But if you're focusing on something that you actually care about or it makes you kind of feel free, in my opinion of what I feel like when I'm flying, right. then freaking go for it. Right. Right. That's where it starts off, and that's how it's gonna. What's gonna drive you essentially? Because motivation dies. Motivation mm -hmm. eventually dies. You're gonna have that bad day where, like, man, I don't feel like doing anything, mm -hmm. right? And I, then you push yourself to actually get there through that dying of motivation. And when you get there, it all goes away, right? right. I don't. I don't feel bad about being here anymore, or whatever. You know. Right. Right. We were talking before the show about self sabotage mm -hmm. and battling those voices that tell yeah. you that you're not good enough or you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That used to paralyze me a lot yeah. when I was younger. It paralyzes everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, my again, my my twelve year old mentality or memory was um I'm the only one dealing with this, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm unaware or ignorant to the fact of anything else going on around me. So I think like I'm the only one with that sort of problem, if you will. And uh, I keep sab sabotaging myself. Right. Like it, it would paralyze me, dude. It paralyzed me. And I'm sure some people do with it the same way I dealt with it is uh, like I would just stroll through Facebook or whatever all day and do nothing. Right. And not be productive at all, you know? And it fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking sucks. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, um, in that book I keep telling you about, the war, the war of Art, not The Art of War, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. He yeah. did Bagger Vance. Yeah. He labels that as a thing called resistance, right? And resistance will tell you to do any fucking thing else than what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Right? It's procrastination on crack. Yeah. And, but once you can once you can identify it 
and look it in the face and you know you know what it is then you can avoid it yeah. but until you label it and see what it is you're just going to fall victim to it exactly. over and over again you talk yourself out of like achieving anything yeah that's how powerful acknowledgement would be if you acknowledge that you're that and then you can actually tell yourself wait that's not something i need to focus on or move on to right, right? you can choose to go somewhere else and do something else Right. Uh, Joyce Meyer has a book called Battlefield of the Mind, and that's exactly that. It's like you have to battle those thoughts, put them in submission and move on. Yeah. Right. You don't don't let them control you. Yeah. Right. Because you, you are what you think. Exactly. Right. And if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. And all those yeah. things. Right. And so, that's what I, what my problem was, why it would paralyze me, because I always think that I can't. Right. I couldn't. Right. And until someone tells you that you can, everybody thinks they can. Yeah, exactly. Even yeah. when people, other people tell you that you can. Um, you still say you, you still yeah. know, you know, cause right? You're so locked up in your mentality. But. You don't see that outside perspective like we were talking about earlier. You're in the mix of trying to throw this trick. You're working really hard exactly. on this thing, and somebody else sees something. You don't want to hear that. Yeah, I went exactly. So I went through this self development um, course, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and at the end of the course, it, like you go through this whole thing about like kind of revealing who you are and and uh, talking about yourself and whatnot. Um, at the end of the course, what they teach you is like. And I thought it was kind of funny, not at the beginning, it pissed me off at the beginning, but it's like your life is empty, meaning, meaningless, and there is no hope, right? And I, right. and like after this thing of like where you're giving off everything that you, that you, that hurts about you or whatever, um, you find that out, you're like, what the hell? Like, why are you putting me through this? And then you go off and tell me that afterwards. Right. But in reality, like it's freaking powerful because it's, it switches the perspective and mentality of that it's empty because you're the one who fills it up shit with it, right? Meaningless right, right. because the meaning that you put behind it is up to you, right? Whatever, whatever you want to make a meaning 100%, out of it, and yeah. it's hopeless because we're the ones that were created hope, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's powerful because I can direct my change of thought to something else, right? You know? Complete something Man, else. That is powerful. I learned that this way. It was like um, of what was free will, right? It was um, if God or the creator or whatever has set out one purpose, that we'd all be that thing. We'd all be just priests. Or we'd all be that one thing. Yeah. But since there is no point, it allows you to develop your own point and go for it. Exactly. Right? It's a, it's a clean slate. It's even better. Yeah. Right? Than having it set out for you. Everybody be the same exact thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we are going to do a Friday freak out real quick. Uh, if we can pull it up. Um... How many, have you had any cutaways, any no close cutaways. calls? Mm, I don't think any close calls, to be honest. Maybe on, I'm probably not supposed to be talking about this guy, but like it was my it was years ago. 26th, 27th jump. Yeah. And I was on a jump with uh, with like but, 16 other people. Okay, good. Don't say a, any names on that one, yeah. On a track jump. <laughs> right. Uh, it was on the track jump and um, I came close to hitting someone because I was trying to fly for my slot. But right. as I came close, I saw the person and barreled out of the way. And then kept going, and then everybody was in their slot, so everything was fine. Right. But I think that's the only close call. Well, that could have been, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It could have been something. Well, that happens. Something else. All it's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it Sunday morning. Too, it's man. beautiful outside. It's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to the team. Join the team. Dot uh, org. I think it is. Join the team. Com. They host the Friday freakouts. We love the Friday freakouts. Uh, I haven't seen this one yet, so let's watch it. See what's going down. Alright, these cats Alright, we're watching They look like they're on the side of a helicopter And they're holding on to the rig So it looks like they're doing Either a hybrid 
No, he's holding on. Oh, he's trying to do a Mr. Bill. Okay, boom. Does he hold on? Mr. Bill. Good. Okay, Mr. Bill. Oh, he fell off. Wow. <laughs> that can't be open hard. Up. So, Mr. Bill, you hold on to the person. They throw the parachute. The parachute opens. You crawl up their shoulders. You stand on their shoulders and hold their lines. You can stand on their shoulders while they're flying. That's and then you awesome. dive off their shoulders. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, what happens a lot is, I'm not sure, did something go wrong with this one? Other than, oh, shit. <laughs> this is what happens. Okay, right now, the, the bridle and pilot shooter flapping behind a guy. Uh, he's on his belly. He deployed already, but the bag's not coming out. The bridle's not coming out. Now it comes out, and when the canopy opens, the front jumper falls off. I hope that was clear. What happens on a Mr. Bill? Check it out. You hold the front of the rig, and then you wrap your legs around oh, the person. person so you can stay on. Yeah. People wrap their legs too high, and they put it over the canopy. Oh, that makes sense. So when they throw the parachute, the it canopy wraps up around their legs, yeah. and they're stuck on there with their legs in the air, and they're, yeah. So That's that, crazy. So if you're ever going to do a Mr. Bill, <laughs> wrap your that. legs around their knees, okay. not their rig. Gotcha. And that is the point of this Friday freakout. Let's watch it again. I love helicopters. Man, you never got to jump. Fucking Michael's here on the helicopter. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Eric Michael, Michael Eric, whatever you go by, Ghost Squad. Look, he dumps. Oh shit, it's stuck. Oh, oh get it up. Oh, wait, maybe not. That's not, whoa. Okay, this is the second try. <laughs> oh man, so there's three tries, two or three tries. Okay, so he throws. Wow. And it goes. Okay, this is the deal. Why, when you did leave you throw it too early. Yeah, when you leave a helicopter, you're in dead air. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't belly to earth for one. No, not at all. Right. Clearly. And he just threw it in a sit fly, basically, and it went the cat, the pilot shoe went right in front of him, and his buddy, who's on the Mr. Bill, caught his bridle <laughs> and threw it so, all away. From and threw it away. So now his canopy's open. He's on his back, and the guy that was doing the Mr. Bill had to do a backflip off of him as his fucking saber one opens. That's a saber one. That's the old rainbow joint. I had that one. It's probably a one seventy. Yeah. Look, and there's fucking canopies open right by them. Good God! All right, here we go again. Is this the same one or another one? This is this is three. All right, Mr. Bill, is this gonna work? Nope, nope. It's a <laughs> Later, dude. Bye. Oh man. Oh geez. So they're falling. His legs aren't wrapped this time. So he's like, I'm not wrapping my legs this time. Okay. The canopy's going. Dude, he's head down. The pin isn't pulled because they don't have enough speed. They don't have enough speed to pull the pin. So the fucking pilot shoot's not even inflating, and it's in their burble. All right. Here's the here's the deal though. If you if you do a Mr. Bill out of an Otter or 182 or something, it's it's hard to hold on because the speed of the airplane, whack, right? Yeah. So the theory of jumping out of helicopter is great. If you can if you can get Wait. in that kind of dead air and then dump and let it open softly, it'd be a greater Mr. Yeah. Bill. They didn't wait long enough to get the speed. You need speed when jumping out of helicopter, son. You know that's dead air. <laughs> At the end of the show, that's me screaming off a helicopter like a little bitch. <laughs> Because it is dead air. It scares the shit out of you. All right, man. Yeah. So, where can people find you? How can they f watch the competition? Ah, this is coming out after the competition. Yeah, probably. it's probably going to come out shit. after the competition. I don't know where they can find the competition, but where they can find me for Instagram is at underscore Cordido, C-O-R-D-I-D-O, -D -D right or Facebook Daniel Cordido. All right, and what about for real estate investment help and trying to get rid of properties that are problem, you specialize in problem properties? Not problem properties, just people with a problem in their property. Okay. So if anyone well, needs I to understand. Sell, yeah. yeah, so they, they lost a job, they can't afford the mortgage anymore, or okay. they, um, they're divorced and they need to get rid of the house, or right. go, about to go into foreclosure. 
any reason that somebody need doesn't need or want their house anymore, um, I can take care of it. Awesome. I, I'll either buy the house myself, um, and I invest in it, right? I'm a real estate investor, right. or I'll have a network of buyers who will buy it off them, and it'll it's fast, so they they pay cash, so right, it'll be done in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Awesome, and that's decor.com. Decorinhomes.com. D-A-C-O-R-I-N homes.com. All right. Because my company is Decor Investments. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Danny Cordito, motherfuckers. Hey, guys, uh, join me next week or next time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, Learn to skydive and change my life. It can save yours. Or it'll change your life and save mine. One of those two. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Circus Radio, man. Thanks for coming, dude. dude. Cordito, baby. Jack